Hey gang, it's your girl Anita, here with a little update. If you've been following this podcast in real time, you may have noticed we kind of fell off the face of the planet for a few months, but we're back. I have this and a few more episodes that I recorded while I was in New York, and after that, who knows what the future of this podcast will look like. Maybe I will do it by myself, maybe I'll find just local friends who aren't technically in the actor scene, but know a lot about movies. We'll see. For the time being, thank you for your patience, especially to Angel. God, I recorded this so long ago. So also, if we're talking about current events and they seem outdated, eh, that's life. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening and enjoy this episode. Howdy gang, it's your girl Anita Samoilovich here with the Feature Femmes podcast where we look at movies either directed by or starring women and then we put them into genres and we rank them based on each genre. Today I am with the fabulous Angel Akirene, who is a, she's a what? She's an actor. She's a singer. She's a dancer. All in New York City. <laughs> How are you, Angel? I'm so good. How are you, Anita? Oh, pleasant as always. Okay. <laughs> And you have brought with you the movie. Well, you didn't bring it, but you... I brought up it. Yeah, brought it up. <laughs> we came. We, we made it. Um, the Incredible Jessica James. Yeah. So a little bit about the movie. The Incredible Jessica James is from 2017, written and directed by Jim Strauss. Boo, a man. No, just kidding. Uh, he's credited as James C. Strauss, starring Jessica Williams which is why it's on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris O'Dowd, Noel Wells, and Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> yes. I love it. Just a quick aside, I just found out that he had a kid with, is it Sasha? It's like X-O-S-H-A. Is that Sosha? I don't know. But wrote more. Know. But she, I've just been watching a lot of the Mindy Project, and she's Tamara from the Mindy Project. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Good for them. I know. Beautiful people. like Having beautiful babies. Right. Crazy. Um, And so I tried to find out the budget and stuff on this movie. Is there one? Yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) This movie just came into existence. I couldn't find it, but I did see that it premiered at Sundance and then Mm -hmm. Netflix picked it up. So if you are itching to watch it, you have no excuse. Literally every human in this planet probably either they have a Netflix account or they have access to a Netflix right. account. You know a password. You can yeah. get it. You're going to find it. So that is the movie. Why don't you tell us a little bit, Angel, why you picked this movie? What's your history with it? What's what's all that news? I first saw this movie summer of 2017. I was looking for film scenes oh. for our film class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I... Like just, I just saw Jessica Williams's face, and I was like, "Wow, right!" I have to watch this right now, and I did, and I loved it. Um, and I just, it's so relatable for twenty-something creatives out here in the big city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it so much. Totally. So I knew Jessica Williams before. Um, I didn't. I don't watch it a lot now, but I used to watch a whole lot of a Trevor Noah's show. Mm. And she was on there doing, like, correspondence stuff. Yeah. It was beautiful. And then 
When this movie came out, I think I was still living in Washington, but I saw it. It was advertised on Netflix, like a new movie just released. And I watched it and I liked it, but I haven't seen it since. Mm -hmm. And so I forgot most of the plot. I just knew she ended up with an Irish guy. (laughs) And then I watched it today and I was really... There's a couple moments I'm like, wow, this movie is dated. (laughs) Just like when she says AF. Oh, like verbally a little bit. I'm like, okay. But I mean, who hasn't said embarrassing like colloquialisms of the time? Right. And I feel like it adds to her quirks. I know. Yeah. She is so quirky. But like, (laughs) I love it because you see that character that kind of, she's not a manic pixie dream girl. Right. But you see a kind of quirky character a lot, but they always white. They're always like, Mm -hmm. so I just like that this movie is different and then her best friend is like the best friend gives the whole um oh you gotta get out there you gotta start dating but she's a lesbian so it's Mm -hmm. like coming from a different place so yeah yeah i really enjoy it and also backtracking to the plot Mm -hmm. there really isn't one (laughs) like it's really just like her i feel like it it falls under the like hangout films Mm -hmm. type of category you're really just like chilling with her and right. her experiences. Yeah, I did have to put it into a genre, and sadly, I could. I feel like I should have a category for hangout films, but I do. But like, I do not. I put romance. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly yeah. rom-com. Romance also a little bit of a la Rocket Man. It's like mm. a true. It's a realistic story, but then there's like elements of fantasy. And right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. That that was interesting. That I I think that's what made this movie stand out to me when I first saw it was those like little bits, <laughs> like the piano coming. <laughs> Whenever her ex pops up, yeah. it's just some wild things. The yeah. first time I thought it was real. The first time I watched it, I yeah. was like, "Oh, this is really in the plot." He's about the, to jump <laughs> when he falls, and the man steps over him. I was like, "Oh, that's New York." Okay, this is real. <laughs> I like didn't even think twice, and then I was right. like, "Oh." And it's also different now watching again after having lived in New York. Yeah. And when she's like, oh, I live in deep, deep Bushwick. And I'm like, okay, I understand, like, what that means. Right. Like, it's because she doesn't make a lot of money. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) It's also like watching shows like um, Broad City or something. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to... Well, because you said there's no plot, I feel like if I tried to go beat by beat through the plot, um, as I usually do... That's just going to take a lot of time because it's kind of me. It's not meandering like as Mm. if that's like a doc on the film. It's just, yeah, it's a hangout film. So I think I'm just going to give a brief synopsis and then we could just like go off on whatever we want to talk about. All right. Let's let's flip the script. (laughs) I know we're using hard actor theater terms. Please try to keep up. (laughs) (laughs) So the incredible Jessica James follows the life of Jessica James, yeah. who is a young playwright in New York. Playwriting, she quotes, is theater is the only thing she cares about, really. Mm. She has just broken up with her boyfriend, Damon, and now she's back in the swing of things, trying to date. Also, she works for a nonprofit teaching inner city kids playwriting, and she's balancing both of those all while trying to find her own sense of success and love and identity in the big city with Irish people and little Uh, kids. Yes, aren't we all? Right. (laughs) And then at the end, 
whoa, she finds love and she finds success with these kids because she is told by her, uh, oh my God, I did not write down the name of the uh, playwright that she was. So oh, um, Sarah, Sarah Jones. Jones. Yep, love it. Okay. Right. Sarah Jones. She has this playwright who she admires and the playwright tells her that you can find success anywhere. And honestly, okay, this is a little bit you know, wishful thinking. But if I ever win an award, like a big award, I'd be like, all right, thanks. But this is bullshit. It doesn't mean anything <laughs> because there's so much great things that are happening at such smaller levels just because they don't have the opportunity. The winner for best actor in in the Oscars is not the world's best actor. Right. It's really how much money they spent campaigning on, <laughs> on that film. Right. Because people definitely get uh, gypped but it's fine it's all about money it is it's all about money do you want to start do you have anything yeah. that first comes to mind um i i love how the movie starts out first mm-hmm. of all like just like right away you get an exact explanation of who this character is just by her talking to her like blind date or tinder date or whatever yeah. it is and like right what does she say she says you shouldn't need other people to validate or define you like talking to the guy that she's on this date yeah. with and she's like you shouldn't be looking for love in these places like you i shouldn't <laughs> define you and right like, oh. Right off the bat. If that like, yes. happened to me on a Tinder date, I'd be excited. I'd be thrilled. I would. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Right? Something to actually, like, invest myself in now, right. I guess. Also, when we first see her, she has a septum ring. And listen, that doesn't happen often with leads in romantic comedies. Right. Yeah. Which, honestly, that's, like, why I did this podcast. I'm like, the idea of only reviewing movies starring women, honestly, it's actually pretty easy because there's a lot of your you've got males and all that yeah but this stars a black woman and not a lot of rom-coms do that so it's just like exactly trying to find and give a platform to the movies that aren't just like the generic ones that that are so just ingrained into this culture Mm -hmm. and even that like the idea of a blind date is subverted by her just going (laughs) Just going ham on this guy. She really does. She drills into him. Yeah. And it's not even like her intentionally trying to be a dick. It's just, that's just her. She just really is painfully honest, Mm -hmm. which is refreshing to have a character that is really just like says what they're thinking and what they want. Because so much of movies and TVs are about like miscommunication, Mm -hmm. misunderstanding. So much subtext that just gets lost. I hate when people, I don't know, that's why I think cheating just doesn't work because I feel like at some point the truth is going to come out at some point always. So why even lie in the first place? And then she sees her ex-boyfriend, Damon. Boy, look, he he is. Oh, he's wonderful. He's so cute. (laughs) He is. He's so weird. I know. He's such a weird I love him. Oh my god. And he's with his date. I don't think she's a girlfriend, but what's her name? Heather. And then um, (laughs) she's like, hi, I'm Heather. And Jessica's like, I'm sure you are. Right before they come over, too, she says to her date, she was like, make it look like we're gonna, like, have sex later. Like, just, like, I just need to, I just need to fool him. Act sensual. Right. Yeah. And then you, no, you didn't do this scene. No, I did did the later later one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In this movie, we do get a lot of, um, child acting. (laughs) (laughs) 
we do. Some of it's not bad. Right, the main um, girl that Chandra. like she, yeah, she she was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. She she looked really comfortable. There was one kid though. He later he had a great line, but oh, I forgot what line was his first line. I don't know. He had his eyes closed and he was like asking a question. And just like, <laughs> okay, great job. <laughs> I mean. Some movies, you need kids in there, and it's just terrible that, you know, their little bodies could only hold so much technique. Right. <laughs> so much experience. Yeah. But um, what was so... Oh, my God. I got such a visceral reaction when she said... Um, when she's like, okay, breathe in, breathe out, hands out of your pockets. I'm like, Sheila, are you here? Are you here, Sheila? And then also... So she um, has her wall of the playwright rejection letters, mm-hmm. and on it though she meant I think she mentions it later. But at first I'm like, did she graduate from Carnegie Mellon? I think she did. Yeah, no, she did. It has a it, there's a Carnegie Mellon diploma. I think oh, she mentions oh. it later. I don't remember, but she, and I was like, wow. well, I guess that just goes to show <laughs> that it doesn't matter where you go though. Right? It doesn't matter where you go because. It, we're all learning the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean acting stuff, not math. Yeah, we're, we're not learning that. We're, <laughs> we're not touching not that at all. No. I've not taken a math class since I was so 15. Long. It's been so long. It's sad. It's, yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really interesting to see the life of a playwright, though, on screen, especially when you're not... Like, before I came here and I watched this movie... Before, when I was back at home, I had no idea what the scene was, what mm-hmm. life really was like. But as Sarah Jones says later, do you know how much playwrights make? Right. Like, <laughs> it's not It's not anything. It's such a it's fickle not, yeah. um, industry. Right. Yeah. I've, I, and throughout the movie, too, she's, like, searching for, like, validation in her playwriting throughout the whole thing. And Sarah Jones is like, you're doing what you love and you're doing it, so... There it is. You're a playwright. Like, it's not... You don't need anything to really validate you to be a playwright. Yeah. This movie doesn't so much cover it, but it is a concept that I like to think about with art, especially, like, even this podcast. Like, I'm doing it in my bedroom. I don't... I didn't Mm. wait until I, like, got a studio and got sponsorship. Right. No. Because I think, as an artist, it's... You kind of want a perfect product. And so mm-hmm. you're just going to wait and wait and wait for that time to come. But it won't come until you really do it. Mm-hmm. You just got to do it. And you yeah. got, it's got to be shitty. It's got to be. It has to. Yeah. That's why I'm right now I'm taking Sheila Head's writing class. Ooh, and, yes. Yeah, isn't it great? <gasps> it's called Matador. And honestly, it's the best thing that's ever happened oh, um, to me. Because it's it's really, it's not even, she doesn't even need you to produce something that's amazing. She just wants you to get it done because she's like, I know for myself, I won't complete something unless I have a deadline or something that's pushing me mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Um, so she gives you that platform to have a deadline, to have a specific thing. She'll give you a prompt and you have a week to get it done. And it like, oh, it's helped so much because it just takes out like this has to be perfect. And it's like, I just need to get it done. Yeah. And then yeah. like with getting it done, you look back and you're like, wow, this is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's oh, great. Totally. Um. When I had her in improv, she mentioned this book, Bird by Bird. Mm. Um, has she mentioned that? I don't think it's so. It's a writing book. I have not finished reading it. <laughs> Maybe I started, what, a page? But um, <laughs> I have it. I got it um, at the Strand 
but not the actual bookstore, the little like kiosk they have in Times Square. Oh, okay. I just happened upon it and it was just like, ooh, this is the book she recommends. So, Bird by Bird by Anne Lamont. If wow. you want it in the next like month, see, this is the deadline. If you want to right. borrow it, you can, but you gotta give it back like in, <laughs> before before I leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about Chris O'Dowd, oh Mr. Mr. Irishman. The IT Club. Have you ever seen that show? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's it was a sitcom he was on. I watched like a couple episodes. I did not want to keep watching it because it's about like um this IT company. Mm-hmm. And it was successful, but it's personally like not my cup of tea, but also the setting is literally in this um basement and there are no windows. I'm like, I can't watch wow. this. I it's too claustrophobic <laughs> for me. <laughs> But, oh boy, he is a one awkward mess. He he really is. He really is. It's so endearing, yeah. though, also. Mm-hmm. The first date they go on is so charming in a very, like, train wreck <laughs> Yeah, well, because it's, it's very true and honest mm-hmm. of how Tinder dates go. Because yeah. there's, ah. Uh, yeah. You feel it, and you both are—you're both thinking the same thing. You're like, "Okay, we met online. Are you what I think you're gonna be?" Exactly. And, like, and they just say it right in here. One thing I noticed—I don't know if it says anything about their character or not—but he was eating a steak, and she was eating quinoa and a salad, she was. <laughs> no, and broccoli. She was, yeah, she was eating pretty green. And uh, and he says, "I want to make out later," and I'm like, "With that steak breath." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy fun oh wow <laughs> but um you so you did this scene mm-hmm. in our film class i saw I it we made the set <laughs> so great i'm just gonna it was it was a great set thank you i appreciated you. it you're welcome i didn't i wasn't the set designer but um i did put up a few newspapers <laughs> it was it was a cool was it your idea to put up the newspapers or um i think it was zach's idea oh my god the camera cameraman oh i thought uh, first, <laughs> you meant Zach. I'm like, wait, he's not even in our class. Zach, camera. The camera. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a good look. So how was that, doing the scene? And like, because I'm assuming you didn't want to watch the scene again before you did yours because you want to do it your own. Right. I, um, I refrained from watching it again. I told my scene partner, Adam, about the movie so that he could like watch it and get like an idea of what it was did he watch it um he did oh, he, nice. he, <laughs> it's only it's so short you love so short and so quick and it's great and he was like oh wow i i actually really enjoy this and <laughs> it was i just i really wanted to do it because it felt like the commentary that was in my head whenever i would go on like tinder dates or anything like that so i was like why not just like get to actually say the things yeah. I would want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, I really liked it. You said the word fugly in yours, I remember, just like, as <laughs> normal, but she was like, fugly, yeah. or fugly, or something. She did something with the she word fugly. crazy. It was, it was. Yeah, and... Jim told me not to do that. <laughs> Wait, who told you? Jim. Jim, I think Jim hates me so oh, no. much. I literally <laughs> fell asleep in his class, oh, and okay. I have no excuse. <laughs> like, none. Um, but you know, it happened. We live, we learn. We live, we learn. We live, we learn. Speaking of learning, wait, no, I actually want to talk about Tasha next. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so her best friend Tasha, who 
gives her the very basic, oh my God, that it was so, um, just a visceral, like another visceral thing. So many, yeah, so much about this movie is relatable, Mm -hmm. but she's a caterer. Like I'm not a caterer, but how many do I know? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And gives her the old, you just need to get out there. Mm -hmm. And she's, Tasha's the one who brings her to Boone is his name. Boone. Oh my God. Mr. Irishman. Boone. Uh, Well, okay. So usually I'm like curious about the names, but I didn't look them up this time because I have no mind and I forget things. But Boone, I don't know what that means. I don't know why they chose that name. Sure. Go with it. But Jessica, it's Jessica Williams' actual name. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine, like, this is your first movie that you're, like, starring in, and it's going to be called The Amazing Angel Accurate <laughs> which, the alliteration alone... Right? Uh, and, like, but you get a, like, it's, like, it's not just your first name, it's your first name, but also with, like, the incredible, the wonderful, right. the amazing... Uh, you, uh, how wonderful. The movie was written for her. It was written for her. I was surprised it wasn't written by her. Right, because it really felt like Mm -hmm. it was just like her. Yeah, which was assuming she had like a hand in it. Like, yeah, I think she um she was a producer. Yeah, she was a producer. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. now I want to look at the script. Oh my gosh, why don't I do this before we're recording at a weird time? Usually I do it in like the early day, Mm -hmm. um, but now it's like evening. So I usually don't do it evening because this block gets a little uh. Party hardy, especially Ooh. it's a Friday. Yeah. So we don't know what's going to happen. Who but um, I want to look at the script and just see uh, how much of it is in the movie or like... If right, how it, much is like improv mm-hmm. by her. Yeah. Yeah. I've probably a good chunk. Speaking of improv though, <laughs> when she brings Tasha to her class, <laughs> she's like, we're going to play a game called yes and and i'm like okay he said oh you mean improv yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god and and then there's like the fake child laughter <laughs> like this is the funnest thing we've seen how'd you feel about boone's line uh i'm also good at cunnilingus i first of all i love him <laughs> <laughs> He always said like, like just like on the border things that were like, Meh. yeah, <laughs> or yeah. be like, no, nah, okay. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. Yeah, because he probably isn't that great at it. <laughs> Big mood. I that's what I've noticed though. Is I don't know. It, those Tinder dates are always so weird because guys will just like. Sit, oh, they think they're slip. They really do. And they're yeah. not. They're not as, uh, like forthright as he is with these things they're trying to be like i guess coy or um subtle right but they just aren't they They just just never are they just never are it's so yeah yeah i had this guy (laughs) tell me one time that i was uh that he usually um awakens women awakens women sexually um but he's like but you're so like sexually awake and I didn't have to do anything. I was like, oh my God. That sounds like the <laughs> I said, worst I gotta go. thing. I yeah, said, yeah, I have to leave. Red flag. I have to leave right blank. now. Is that oh disgusting? I, oh. I threw up in my mouth a little bit. I would too. It was awful. That sounds like the worst thing ever. Men are trash. <laughs> oh my God. Are they not? Uh, yeah. So I said I wasn't going to go through the poppy but I kind of am. So oh. just so we get... Okay. So throughout the film... 
Jessica has these visions of her ex, Damon. Uh, first one, he's on a ledge and he's mm-hmm. going to jump. And he does. He does. He does And uh, some guy just, as you said, <laughs> walks over him. Turns out it was a dream. Wah, wah. Why couldn't it have been real? No, just Not that I want my kids Stanfield to die, right. but what a turn this movie would have taken. If that would have happened. Yeah. I know. I was kind of excited because it was turns like, into a crime like, drama. Crazy. Yeah. My note that I have written down for this part is um, he has very skinny legs. He because does. look, he this da- uh, he's wearing shorts. And yeah, he's got he's got really skinny he's a, he's legs. He's a really tiny buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica is feeling down, so she calls up her friend, Tasha. She's like, let's go out. Mm-hmm. So Tasha takes her to a gay bar, a lesbian bar. I'm not sure how I feel about, like, a straight girl dancing at a lesbian bar, because, like, she knows that these girls are, like, interested in her, and it's mm-hmm. like, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> that, um, has happened to me before. I've been at a lesbian bar, and being like dancing with like women and then mm-hmm. being like oh wait no wait this actually like means something yeah. <laughs> and having like disclosure yeah I'm just, it's dancing <laughs> i know dancing. yeah it's dancing and it's also like um but i understand though because most clubs are very seedy places so yeah it's sort of like a safe haven yeah it really and is. yeah have you uh checked out um it's happening in Lincoln Center at this very moment. Yeah, at this very moment, probably. Midsummer Night Swing. Oh, no, I haven't. Have you seen, like, you've seen advertisements for it, though, right? I think so. Yeah. So they do it every year, and um, it's Lincoln Center, but, like, where the uh, Big Apple Circus usually is. Mm, yeah. And they have bands play. It's not just swing dancing. It's also they do um, like salsa last night, I think. America... She was there. I saw her Instagram. Aww. She was doing salsa. I'm like, wow. go, girl. I went on Wednesday. They had an all women's like jazz band, but like, I don't know. It was real hot out, yeah. real muggy. Yeah, lots of people. I stayed for a little bit. It was fine. Earlier in the film, Jess is dancing around her apartment. She goes on the roof. It's a cute roof. It's a cute roof. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's danced a lot. And a bit of me is like, I wish that could be me dancing at the uh the swing dance like that's how i wanted to dance but Mm -hmm. everyone else around me is like dancing like how they should be i'm like oh right okay yeah she looked like she was having so much fun it was also a very aesthetically pleasing way to like start start the film yeah so the plot point is introduced now that jessica is going to take her class of playwrights on this writer's weekend Mm -hmm. meeting her hero Sarah Jones, but the one girl who, the only girl who turned her permission slip, Chandra, she was gonna go, but now she can't because it's her dad's weekend at Six Flags. Yeah. Jessica obviously is very invested in this girl succeeding and going to this writer's weekend, and so she tries to talk to the mom, later she's gonna talk to the dad. Mm -hmm. We can jump ahead because then it comes to the point where Chandra is given the ability to go to the writer's weekend. But she's like, but I want to go to six months. Right. And then Jessica's like, what? Boo. <laughs> uh-huh. Which, the way, I don't know, like, she's a child. Of course she's gonna. Exactly. Want to go to Six Flags and go to some writer's retreat. Right. And the way that Jessica kind of, like, tells her off at that point. Right. I was like, so much. You're talking to a kid. 
She really got hurt. Yeah, <laughs> she she really hurt. And was projecting. She was. There was, oh. so, <laughs> there was so much projection in yeah. that thing. Even Shasha was even like, are you mad at me? Like, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no. I'm just disappointed. Right. No, she was pissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the while, Boone does this thing where he calls Jessica while he's stalking his ex-wife. Oh, yeah, because Boone is a divorcee. That yeah. was like his only character trait yeah. when we first met him, that he's a divorcee. Mm-hmm. To Mandy Moore. Yeah, but not even, the actress. Even her Instagram handle is not that Mandy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> She's a food photographer. And every time, though, he calls Jessica, it's while he's spying on her, which I don't quite understand. Which is very odd, yeah. Yeah. Um, they also had that pact where... They were going to like follow each other's exes mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of like following it because like Instagram stalking. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's some shit, man. Yeah, it it really is. Like, it's just I feel like it's also just the way social media is set up is like you're expected to share so much of your life on there that like really I could go to anyone's profile and like be like I wonder what they're doing at this point. Look them up and see exactly what they're doing at that mm-hmm. point. Um, which is kind of scary. It is. It's yeah. kind of terrifying, but also, like, you know, convenient. <laughs> it's convenient. Yeah, I, in terms of, like, actual, like, social media, like, stalking, I always, like, when people are like, oh, you're into this person? Facebook stalk them. For me, I, like, I feel queasy. I feel like I will be found out. <laughs> like, uh, accidentally, like, a picture yeah, or something. Yeah, or they, like, can see who's been on their right. page. So I just, like, don't. But, yeah, it is a weird thing. So what makes this movie very interesting as well is that it's a rom-com, but it gets dated. But it's also very modern because a movie like You've Got Mail, I feel, right. would never happen now because he's a CEO of a company. His picture is going to be up, you Everywhere. know? You're yeah. Be so that is. I feel like the landscape of dating and playwriting, just like because social media is such this like has this omnipresence, everything's mm-hmm. changed. So it's interesting to see these new rom-coms come out that tackle it. Right. Um, I haven't seen actually a lot of new rom-coms lately i have unfortunately yeah. uh, tell me about <laughs> what, not... what are they like yeah i appreciate the incredible jessica james with its use of social media because i felt like it wasn't like taking over the plot or it wasn't like like daunting like oh we're including social media into yeah. this. it was just like oh this is a part of life and mm-hmm. they like incorporated it very like aesthetically pleasingly mm-hmm. but the new one like I just I saw that there's this it was like hashtag reality high or something <laughs> it was on <laughs> sounds it's on Netflix I okay think. I'm now sure. I have no excuse it's like <laughs> it's like the classic like nerdy girl gets this like makeover and like instead she comes becomes like she an insta baddie right she loses <laughs> the glasses her curly hair goes to like straight and like blown out and like she gets the guy because she's hanging out with all these like insta famous like influencer people mm-hmm. and it's just like it was just a lot it yeah. was a lot like i understood what they were trying to do but it was just they let social media kind of take over the mm-hmm. whole thing instead of it being solely a rom-com yeah yeah on the other side of that coin i recently saw a movie oh, i feel so bad saying this because my friend was in it oh she did well okay for what she was given that's good 
But the movie itself, oh, Nelly. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it was a thriller about social media. I cannot count how many times they use the word social media in that film. They're like, you got to know the dangers of social media. It's because she was on her social media page. Well, listen, your social media, it was just a bad uh, movie. Like, like, objectively, it's, yeah. it, for me, it, it rivals the room. <laughs> like, That's yeah, I know. It was, it was rough and it was over two and a half hours. Oh no, that's too there. long. It was too long, and I left my water bottle in the theater. So, you know what? But I supported my friend, so <laughs> who I love her, and she was good in it. But the material, right. just huh. but it opened on this guy. He's in bed and he's scrolling on his phone through someone's like Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it cuts to like a shot of him with his phone in bed, and then it cuts to a shot of the screen. However, the screen is a desktop, and you see the mouse cursor. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So that that gives you a little flavor of what I witnessed. Uh, Thankfully, yeah, this movie doesn't do that. This movie, I think the way it um, even just, like, incorporated, like, Mm -hmm. aesthetically, social media was very well done. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't know if you spotted him, but Eric... (gasps) Wait, which one was he? Was he the boyfriend? He was, yeah, he was Boone's ex-wife's current boyfriend. Okay, okay. I knew he looked familiar, but <laughs> I was like, so is, this a, is this a living Ken doll? <laughs> so, for those of you not in the know, well, Angel and I went to school together at Yamda. Yes. Uh, I hate saying the full thing. I, me too. Every time. It's, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, we took stage combat, and one of our stage combat instructors happened to be in this movie he did and i now i'm gonna watch that scene again just to see he was good he was good i liked what did he say because uh so boone is stalking his Mm -hmm. ex-wife and he's like could you tell her blah 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 he's like and the boyfriend's like i'm not gonna do that (laughs) which makes that scene later where it's like where mandy moore has dropped off boone's magazines yeah. and then they hooked up i'm like you have you have a boyfriend right like right right i didn't even think about that yeah so uh, wow i know but what he says though it made me you know ponder it he was like well jessica we were literally married yeah like although it's been eight months eight months seems like a bit of a time which makes you think how many times in that eight months has he been standing behind that tree looking at his ex-wife exactly because that's a chunk of time that is a chunk of time so because he was very much not over it yeah did it say how long they were married for i don't remember i feel i don't think they were married that long i cannot imagine getting married like yo Anytime soon. Yo. And like, we're at the weird age where everyone's either getting married, having a baby, or getting engaged, or just, I don't know, doing whatever they're doing with their lives. And that's insane. I cannot... Are you kidding? Getting married? That's... I don't... I can't even think about dating anybody right now. Yeah. Fully being married to someone? That's... Right. It's... It's insane. (sighs) That makes me sweat. Yeah, that's cool. I know. Also, it's humid in here, yeah, but um, <laughs> it's wild because sometimes I think about my mom. What am I? I'm tired to be. I'm 20. She got married at 20. Um, that's crazy. And societally, though, it's much more accepted and also expected to get married 
later, have a kid later. No, my mom got married at 21. Still, next That's year, so I can't. Like, I'm 21 right now. And yeah. That is... No, no, no. And also, you know, it was thought of before, like, if a woman gets married, she's going to, like, leave her job and mm-hmm. have a kid. And one, in a feminist perspective, that's not going to happen right. because careers are great. And if you want to pursue your passion, like, go do that. Exactly. But also, fiscally, that can't happen. It really can't. Like, and so part of, so sometimes when I'm like, you know, grinding, trying to make ends meet, I'm like, sometimes I just want to like be like, like fuckable enough to just like <laughs> get a guy and like not have to worry the rest of my life. Just have anything. a baby. I'll be a trophy wife. I'll do it. Yeah. I'm cute. I can do that. You could. (laughs) Oh, my God. But then I would also, like, hate myself. Exactly. And that's the whole thing. Listen. Cheers. It was around my birthday, a little bit after, and I get a message on Instagram, and a guy's like, you want to be my sugar baby? And I'm like, like, how did you find this? But it's because my account's a business account or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I guess he said it came up and I recommended, and I'm like... And then, you know, I was having a real tussle in my head. Right. Of, right. But then... Then you're like, damn. Am I gonna yeah. hate myself for this? So Yeah. That's happened to me. I commented on a Cardi B post, and this man messaged me. And oh he was God. like, hey. <laughs> I was like, hi. Oh, my God. But I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. It's it's weird. Sad. I really wish I could. I, could I know. Making money very easily i know so you gotta appreciate jessica you know she she's working hard she grinds she makes just the catering which you know they got in the movie they're like oh you shouldn't be eating this food what i think you can eat the food i mean i i would eat the food right i know i would definitely eat the food oh oh my god i do this thing on weekends so i do child care but um because there's no country clubs in the city because there's no room for them they have like social houses hmm. so i work the child care at this fancy social house in chelsea and then afterwards i get to have uh, a free meal and yesterday they accidentally brought me a check and i was like oh no no i work here um so i can have the food which i was not lying to them I was, <laughs> which was real but um but i looked at the bill and it was like 45 dollars i'm like Wow. Well, this is what I'm getting for free. That's I love good. It. Yeah, a lot of this movie is just also just very beautiful shots of the city. And yeah. like also like places that aren't heavily featured in most films about New York. Mm-hmm. You know, we get the skyline like sometimes, but it's a lot of sunset. What was really pretty was during the writer's retreat. Oh my gosh. Just the little like segment of the kids like having a fun time at the writer's mm-hmm. retreat. And then it showed... Um, this shot of a sunset, and these kids are doing cartwheels in front of it. Oh. How cute! I know. It was. It was just a. It was a very cute movie. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. That's why. Right. If I'm being uh, honest, w- let's be honest. I'm having trouble like finding things to say, but there's not a whole lot to overanalyze. Right. It's just. It's short enough where if you're real curious, go and watch it. There's no excuse. Mm-hmm. Also, she probably. I'm not sure how money in Netflix works, but I think, you know, the more views, the more money you make. Yeah. Go get your girl some coin. Like. Yeah. I I feel like 
I was trying to think about it because I was like, oh, well, I guess like nothing really happens in the movie, mm-hmm. but nothing really needs to happen in the movie because mm-hmm. um, I feel like she carries the movie enough that you're just like so interested in just seeing how she handles yeah, things she's, or like how she, she exists. She's so like just funny and eccentric in of herself, mm-hmm. which though is highlighted. I want to talk about one sequence in particular. It's when she goes back home to Ohio. <laughs> yeah. So before she goes, she buys a jumpsuit. So cute. It, it says like cute. Jupiter in the back. It's got a little mm-hmm. Jupiter on the breast pocket. And she goes home because her sister is having a baby shower. Mm -hmm. And right away, you can tell she does not fit into this old life. She's in the back of the car with her parents, but she calls the father figure Kenny. So I'm like, is he a stepfather? Yeah. Her mom seems so sweet, though. Yeah. I mean, the whole sequence is very, like, you can tell she's uncomfortable. Um, they ask her about, everyone's asking her, like, oh, what plays have you done? Right. And she's like, well, nothing. <laughs> well, like, nothing that's been produced. And, like, in the scene that you did with Adam, uh, oh, have you written anything I might have seen? Um, have you seen Hamilton? No. <laughs> it's like, or did you write Did Hamilton? you write Hamilton? She's like, have you seen it? <laughs> Um, and this baby shower, I thought was so funny, their use of playing, like, the heavy metal music over <laughs> the, <laughs> over, like, the baby act of, like, tasting, like, what's in the diaper. Oh, I hate that game. <laughs> I hate it too. It just looks disgusting. I don't care if it's chocolate. It, I know. It just have, looks gross. Have you done many baby showers? I have. I have two nieces and a nephew. Oh, you're an auntie. I am. Yes. I really oh, am. I love that. Yeah, it's my nephew's birthday today. Actually. Oh my god! Happy birthday to your nephew. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, um, how cute. I feel like Jessica would be a great aunt. I think so too. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's the aunt that we all need. We and all deserve. need that. She's Which, just going through it. She is. She, when the first time she gets home, though, her sister is like, "Are you wearing that jumpsuit to the <laughs> shower?" Which, I mean, I where I'm from, it's like a small San Francisco, so everyone already dresses weird. Mm-hmm. But if you're from like, but that's my town in particular, one town over, and it's like Jessica's Ohio town, where mm-hmm. the fashion in New York, or not even fashion, just the style that people have. Like, you can wear whatever you want. And it's so clearly seen in the movie that it, it's not a universal. It's not. It feeling. really isn't. Like, I'm from South Dakota. And it's just, not, if I wore half of the stuff <laughs> that I wear here, there, even in uh, Virginia when I visit my sisters, and I'll, like, get ready to go out with them. And they're like, are you kidding? <laughs> and I'm like, it's fashion. I know. It's such a <laughs> cute. I promise. Okay, it's such a bummer. It I think is. more people just need to watch Queer Eye and then they... Right? Tan France will hook them up. I know. All like the way up. French tuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Were you at Pride? I was. Yeah. Did you see them? On no, the I didn't. I wish I did. Okay, so I went to Pride, but then I literally... So here's a funny story. It's actually... <laughs> so wait, I showed up to Pride and I was gonna go with like just my friend... And I'd lost my voice, which I didn't know because that whole morning I didn't speak to anyone until mm. I needed to buy this water bottle. And then I'm like, I can I buy this water? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> He's like, 
So this was the day after I had left my water. See, it's a continuing story. This was the day after I had left my water bottle at the stupid movie. And I'm like, okay, I need a water bottle at Pride. That's just like basic. I I was going to meet my friend in front of IFC, like off of the West 4th stop. Mm. And um, in front of it is a bunch of like stands of t-shirts and paraphernalia and one of them, I saw water bottles. And I'm like, oh, cool. How much is a water bottle? And she's like showing me the different like styles. There's a couple different ones. And they were uh, stainless steel water bottles, which like keep that water cool. Mm-hmm. But she's like, this one has like a green apple or watermelon tequila thing. And I was like, okay, interesting. I'll just take that water bottle. But they give me the water bottle. And inside, I taste it. This vodka. Oh. <laughs> With some sweet thing mixed in, but it was a whole water bottle full. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, no. I wanted to hydrate I need an actual water. <laughs> I know. So I shared it with my friend because I'm like, I'm not drinking this whole thing. But even the small amount that I did have was enough to make me sick. Mm. So I like watched the first bit of the parade and then like about hour or hour and a half in I was like nah so I bailed my poor friend who was there I felt so bad for bailing on her but she's like no you gotta take care of yourself go Mm -hmm. she wanted to see the queer eye float like that was her gig right and we so we got in line at like or we got on the parade like route or whatever to watch at like 11 30 because it started at noon she was there and only at like seven she saw them Wow. That's dedication. That girl's a trooper. Wow. She got some good views. She also got a view of uh, Shangela on the Macy's parade. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love Shangela. That's great. All I saw were the Real Housewives. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Which, like, great. Nini looked great. Cynthia Bailey looked amazing. (laughs) But it was like, oh. (laughs) The Real Housewives. (laughs) Make a gay version. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just make a gay version. Yeah. Yeah, that's the cure to everything. Yeah. Um, oh, um, oh, wait, I have it written down exactly what it said. Jessica, back to the film at mm-hmm. hand. Jessica had a t-shirt and she was dancing in it. Oh, also her friend Tasha. She's like, you two can just like go heteroing or something. <laughs> she has a shirt. I, I think it's the one she's dancing in at the beginning of the film. She wears it a couple times in the movie, but it says, uh, made with pride in the U.S. of gay. Aw. Ugh. I want that shirt now. <laughs> you could probably find it somewhere. I know. I'm gonna, literally after this, just type it into Google. And... Yeah. So, the writer's week happens. Chandra isn't there. But then Jessica meets her muse mm-hmm. and learns the thing about success, which is, you define success. Do you want to just give your insight on that? I feel like on success. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's just there's such a pressure. There's such a crazy pressure to attain some type of level of success especially with social media and like this day and age of what success looks like or what it should look like or what it should feel like. And I feel like even I've been watching a lot of round tables and um interviews and people that are like super successful even say like i have no idea what i'm doing (laughs) like everyone does not know what the fuck success is supposed to be we just think we do and so it's Mm -hmm. just this crazy climb and struggle to attain it and it's just like 
If you're not happy, then what's the point? Exactly. And a lot of the people that we see, especially in the entertainment industry or social media, who we perceive as uber successful, Mm -hmm. they are usually luck has a huge hand in that. Mm -hmm. So if anyone's like, oh, well, the reason you're not on the cover of Vogue magazine is because you're just not working hard enough. It's like, well, no. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, no. And also, like, with stuff like... When it's around something like physical, like your appearance, your appearance, it's literally how you're born. You have no mm-hmm. uh, choice in that. Which makes movies like The Incredible Jessica James, where the lead actress is black, or The Mindy Project, where she's not a size zero. Mm-hmm. So great and refreshing to see because we're tired of right? the same image being pushed at us mm-hmm. constantly. It's like the aerial casting that was just <gasps> Oh my god, yeah. Out. Listen, okay. I'm really stoked also because really <laughs> we danced to their song. Oh. Um, I'm so excited for that. I, I really, really am excited. because... And that's... Okay, I... Listen, I love animation and I've been having so many issues with these Disney live action... The live action Remakes. Yeah. They're just... I'm like, why? 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 Mm-hmm. This is why. This is what they should have been doing. This is what they even should have done for Aladdin, let me say, just because, um, like, the lead actress who plays Jasmine, she's not Arabic. She's half yeah. Indian. So it's just like... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it was this... Like almost. <laughs> I know, almost. So stuff like uh, casting Halle Bailey as Ariel. I was ah. so happy. I was so happy. I cannot wait. I was ecstatic. Like, people were saying Zendaya was going to be it, and I was like, she can't sing. <laughs> like... <laughs> And that's another thing. That's another thing. Oh, my God. Because sticker everywhere. Fucking uh, uh, Emma Watson as Belle. Oh, my goodness. Cannot sing. Why not just hire a singer or don't even auto-tune. Just put, like, hire a woman to be the singing voice as right. they do in cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, so... I'm so excited for it. I can't wait for the rest of the casting to come out. Yeah. Because before I saw... <laughs> I saw this thing um, that was talking about Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Oh my god! And it yeah. was like, well, Ursula has to be a white woman because who wants to steal a black woman's voice? The oh most? my god! And I was like, ah, but you know, yep. So I'm. Was it Lizzo? Oh, I think someone else wanted to everyone, be Ursula. Everyone and... wanted Lizzo to be Ursula, and Lizzo was like, "Hey, girl." I... Oh, she is. That would have uh, been the perfect. She's Ursula. so good. What if they cast an? I'm not sure what message that would send, but because um. Ursula's design was based on Divine, the drag queen. Mm-hmm. What if they casted a drag queen? Right. But, which I can think of a couple, like Darian Lake or uh, Jiggly Caliente, who's a trans woman, so it's still a woman. Right. Um, but I don't know, like, if casting, like, a drag queen in the role. Right. Maybe the in... The message it would... Yeah, yeah. Maybe in stage productions or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. People are like, oh, well, um... We want Beauty and the Beast live action. Like, there's a great version. It's called the Broadway Show. Yeah. Put it on your local high school and get better songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of drag queens, though, and the aerial casting, there is this one drag queen who's mad about the um, Halle Bailey being Ugh. here. She claims, she's like, it's not a race thing. It's because I'm a natural redhead and I want that redhead representation. <laughs> You need it. You, you don't need it. It's everywhere. There's brave. There's <laughs> there's so many other freaking things. Brave. You can look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Uh, right. I 
redhead redheads are not oppressed. I'm, I'm saying sorry. they're fine. Redheads are fine. And people keep saying that redheads are going to go extinct, but I'm like, they're all around me. <laughs> <laughs> I see them everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, redheads. I don't mean to do that in a way that, like, I don't know, you sound like ants or something. Right. You, it is an infestation. It needs to be So... The climax of the movie, I think, happens, um, like, due in part to Jessica's um, conversation with um, Sarah Sarah Jones. Jones. But also, she gets a letter from a playwright Mm -hmm. company saying they want to um, have her teach children in London and then have a reading of one of her plays. Which I'm glad that was the, like, I guess the resolution to the conflict, not like, oh, my play was finally accepted fully by... Right, right. Uh, like we're gonna have a huge production of it yeah no it's it was very realistic yeah and so everything kind of not like it's tied up in a neat little bow Mm -hmm. she talks to chandra and premieres the kids plays um Mm -hmm. she gives the stack of all her plays written which was thick with two c's real thick to boone and he reads them and he goes to the children's playwright expo but she also patches things up with Damon. Yeah. Which we didn't mention the other... So the other times that she's had dreams or daydreams about him, he's... <laughs> there's a... So there was one... He was... Uh, the piano fell on him. Yeah. The piano crushed him. Oh, and there was one where she was um, getting mad at him. And then this white guy comes up and is like, do you want me to call the cops? <laughs> I was... I was like, oh no, oh no, like, oh no, oh, uh, don't do that. <laughs> like she's literally talking to this man. Like, do you, do you need me to call the cops? And he said no. Right. And he's like, he's like, are you sure? I'm, 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 I'm gonna call the cops. <laughs> and he's like, I love her. Like screaming, I love her. Mm-hmm. And oh, but we find out the big twist was that Damon didn't dump her. Mm-hmm. She dumped him. Yeah. How could you dump those big old puppy dog face. And so, yeah. And then you find out that Boone has frequent flyer miles, which she asks, how do those work? Which, how do those work? I don't know. Uh, Do you you have any? I don't. My mom does, but I don't use them. (laughs) Hit her up. I know. Hit her up. Use them. Travel. Love it. I know. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I have nothing of that sort. One of them says something about traveling to London with someone, but then you see she's not Mm. traveling with Boone. She, which, oh my God, look at him, gives tickets for her, best friend Tasha, Mm -hmm. and Chandra. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, good ending. Six Flags, who? Who needs Six Flags when Mm -hmm. you can go to London? It was so cute. One thing though, so, um, Jessica, like, looks over her, like, to Chandra and Tasha, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to Chandra and Tasha looking at her, but then it looks like they look over her shoulder at something, and then Tasha opens her mouth like, <gasps> like she just saw something, like, what'd she see? But I'm not sure if that was just, like, a weird, I don't yeah. know, that was just one weird moment that I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, so that's the film, The Incredible that Jessica is. James. Any other resounding thoughts, Angel? I thought it was kind of fascinating that they don't actually, you don't hear her writing at any point. Yeah. Like, you really, they don't really, like, show you her stuff. I'm going to combat that a little bit. Mm. Chandra low-key plagiarized her. <laughs> yes, with the exercise that they did. <laughs> when I was re-watching it, I was like, hold up. <laughs> Is it 
this is definitely an ex- acting exercise that they uh, that she really just mm-hmm. took and ran with it. But sure, girl, okay. Mm-hmm. It was also so sweet though that Tasha was like acting in the kids' plays, yeah. and she's like, "Did I do good?" Which I mean, fuck, I need. Like, you'll take any work you can get. I want to do any that, work, right? Like, how fun! I would do that. Yeah. Uh, so and for and good it's good. Mm-hmm. Wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Besides that. So it was interesting that we didn't hear her writing. We yeah. didn't, but but I actually really appreciated that because mm-hmm. I feel like there's some stories like you. I don't know if you've seen you on Netflix. Oh, is that the one with the stalker boy? Yeah, um, the the woman that he's stalking is a writer, uh-huh. and you just kind of like hear her poetry throughout it, and it's like not good. Oh no! Like it like never is great. Like yeah. it's always like okay yeah. so i'm glad we didn't hear her writing just like letting it be known or like having it just there as it's good already mm-hmm. or it's whatever it's like already. a character in it of yeah. itself um as soon as boone reads her writing he's like you're a very complicated person mm-hmm. so i imagine her writing i don't know maybe it goes she's like maybe played around with a lot of different writing styles or genres and topics mm-hmm. like and you could probably, I guess, conclude that her writing is probably similar to the, like, prompts or exercises that she uses with the children, mm-hmm. which seem, like, nice and thoughtful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that was really the only thing that I was like, we didn't really dive into that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I guess like, we didn't dive into the complexities of her and Damon's relationship, like, past relationship. No. Which wasn't, nece- which wasn't really necessary. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, I mean, it was in the past. Right. Move on. Yeah. And the movie was, like, light enough that it didn't need to, like, dip into really, like, sad mm-hmm. It's things. a feel-good movie. It was. It was it's really, a feel-good movie, really nice. but, like, not overly saccharine. Because mm-hmm. it's funny, too. There, mm-hmm. I didn't laugh out. I, I laughed out, like, out loud at, like, a couple things, maybe. But, like, it's just, it's got that, like, quirkiness that... You know, everything's a little bit like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. And so um, your overall impression of the movie, what's up? Oh, I love it so much. It, yeah. it feels like I'm watching like my life in an alternate universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so good. I just, I appreciate yeah. it. Because it's, it's a story that is so relevant to so many people. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's a rom-com with a black female lead and it's not about her being black mm-hmm. is like... Yeah. Really refreshing. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I I mean, same here. And, like, I guess the argument people make against having, like, people of color or any, like, marginalized group in a leading role is, like, oh, people aren't going to be able to relate, relate to this is bullshit bananas it's, bonkers. Right? Because I related to it. Like, so, yeah. It was just a right. fun, feel-good movie. It was. So... We're coming to the end of the podcast, which means we got to give this baby a little rating review. So I put this under the um, romance category. And so there are three parts to the ratings. There's one, which is the general film. I don't even, I always want to say stuff, but I want to find a better word than stuff. Right. The general (laughs) film accoutrement. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, which is like, you know, the writing, the acting, Mm -hmm. cinematography. Then there is the chemistry that the two romantic leads have with each other. Mm. And finally, did it handle its female characters with care and mm. love is the third. So each of these are out of 10. I usually, I 
think of mine beforehand, but I didn't think of mine beforehand this time. So do you want to jump in? Sure. Sure. The, um, okay, so the first one's the general film. I would give it a, like an 8.5. Okay. The general film, because mm-hmm. I feel like it was very, it was structured well, but I feel like it was really just powered by Jessica Williams. Mm-hmm. The chemistry, I think I'd also give that, mm, maybe an 8. Uh-huh. Because I, I don't think I would <laughs> really see them as like yeah. intre- romantic interests in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but they ha- they worked really well off of each other. Mm-hmm. And handling with care, I would give it a 10 because it yeah. did a really good job with just um, telling her story and feeling very authentic. Like it felt like it really just mm-hmm. came right from her. Yeah, I love it, right? And it, which, again, makes it surprising that it wasn't written by her. Right. Like, yeah. Which is wild. That's so, so um, for my, uh, general, like, cinematography, I, I'm gonna give it a nine, no, wait, a nine or eight, I don't want to, like, copy you, but, like, right. I feel like 8.5, like, because there are some things, like, I guess, like, the child acting, like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, eh, but yeah. then it was pretty to look at, like, her mm-hmm. outfits were always, mm, so good, um, and her act, she never felt, like, she was acting, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll do eight point five as well. I'm so sorry. I, I should do mine first so that I don't feel like a copycat. No, but then for the chemistry, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven, just because the first night she was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna like come up and sleep with you." I thought that's what was gonna happen that they weren't gonna sleep with right. each other, and then they did. And then I'm they like, did. Oh, okay. <laughs> they both have their honesty, but like. In my mind, I'm like, I don't know how long this is going to last. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's like so, a seven. And then handling women, going to give it a 9.5 only because, like, no, it was great. Jessica, love it. Mm-hmm. Like, so great. There was that one woman at the baby shower who was like, <laughs> <laughs> real stupid. What did she say? She's like, oh, I'm not part of any system. Like... <laughs> I was just like, okay, we get it. <laughs> but um, other than that, no, I mean, like in that moment where she's like calling out the people at the baby shower about like the patriarchy and stuff, that was the only time where it was like a quote unquote woman power right. moment. But that was more to show how dissimilar she is to her family mm-hmm. and that life right. really than... It trying to the stark like contrast of the city for from yeah suburbs <laughs> rather than like give this message of like oh female empowerment like right yeah so with all our combined scores this movie has a twenty five point seven five out of thirty which at the time of this recording makes it the highest rated oh, female led wow. romance movie that has been talked about on this show. So That's cool. um, I want to say thank you so much, Angel, for being here and oh, for, you. you know, giving us this movie to talk about. Angel, if people want to find you on social media mm-hmm. to stalk you and then have their current dating partner <laughs> right. swap and stalk, <laughs> stalk you. me for them. <laughs> yeah. Where can they find you? Um, Instagram. A underscore A D A E Z E. Um, yeah, that's the main one. I don't that's, really use Facebook. 
Yeah. And like Twitter. Twitter is just. Twitter is for businesses. Twitter is just (laughs) a weird place. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This podcast is on Instagram. It's on Twitter too, but I don't. I think I've made one post on Twitter. Um, At Feature Femmes. There's also a Gmail. Um, And also um, in the bio of the um, Instagram and Twitter is where you can find the spreadsheet of all the movies reviewed here so you can see which ones are worth watching because that that was the crux of this it's yeah. like there's lots of female-led movies but which ones are like actually good right so thank you for helping us suss out that this one is one worth watching it's so worth it yeah just a feel good you know yeah. like why waste time watching like 12 slime videos when you can watch this <laughs> So thank you again, Angel, and thank you, listeners. Have a sexy, sexy Friday night.